Welcome to the radio program, Why Paul? Bringing and interpreting the doctrine Jesus Christ presented through the Apostle Paul. Your hosts are Michael R. Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton of 14th Street Ministries. We are here to bring you the answers found in 2 Timothy 2.15 and encourage you to teach and share this program with others. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton. And welcome back today, this Tuesday. I'm your host, Michelle Mix. And I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix. And I'm your guest, Danielle Law. And uh, Pam uh, Lampton is out this week. Um, So we definitely want to lift her up in prayer um, as her loved one as well as she's taking care of her. Uh, So why don't we go ahead and begin with a prayer. I'll open in prayer. Dear Holy Father, uh, we come to you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you for his death, his burial, and resurrection that gives us life. We thank you for everyone that uh, gathered today to listen uh, to the program, either on Facebook Live or out um, on our Voice America station. Uh, We pray that you surround us with your powerful, life-changing presence. We thank you for loving each of us and for calling us to walk with you. We come before you as we meet and declare our dependence on you. We want you to be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Fill our hearts with your love, uh, with your words, and our conversations with truth and grace. We lift up uh, Pam our host, as she is taking care of a loved one, and we want to put special blessings upon Wanda. Um, We ask for your peace and comfort on her today as she's going through an illness, and we also pray for strength for Pam as she um, is helping and taking care of her, her, keeping her strong uh, while she's giving of herself to help her loved one, and we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, and um, so today, uh, welcome, Danielle, Hello. Uh, to the program today. So since you're taking over for Pam, she generally finds us questions. Did you find any for us this week? Uh, yes, I have three questions. The first one is, what does elect mean? And does that mean the same as election? Um, the second question is, what does the scripture mean when it talks about predestination? And then the third question is, what does rightly dividing mean? All righty. We'll start with um, the third question. What does rightly dividing mean? Uh, let me go over a couple of verses here. Um, uh, in John three seventeen, For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And if we go to... Uh, 2 Peter 2, 1, but there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privately shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought, that bought them and bring upon themselves swift destruction. So he's saying, be careful of these false teachers. In uh, 1 Corinthians 1, 21, for after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And then we'll go on down to Romans three twenty two. 
even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, that's faith of Christ, his faithfulness, unto all the, and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. He said there's no difference between the Jew or the Gentile, mm-hmm. and, and we're all depending on Christ's faithfulness to us. And, and we always have to remember, this is one thing that's very important to remember is God is absolutely sovereign. His free will to choose and to save who believes in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's his free will, and he's absolutely sovereign. So we can't dictate to Christ who he saves and what he, he doesn't, who he doesn't save. So we'll go to the point here of um, what is rightly dividing the word of truth. The Bible is the believer's final authority in all matters of faith and practice. Therefore, if the Bible tells us that we are to study it in a a particular way, we should obey those instructions. There is no room for our own preferences and opinions. If God gives us specific instructions on how to study the Bible, then that is what we must do. And he gave, gives us these instructions in, in Paul's epistles. One of God's instructions on how to study the Bible is as follows. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And we find that in 2 Timothy 2.15. Since God has commanded us to divide the word of truth, there must be divisions in the Bible for us to divide, just common sense. Rightly dividing the word of truth, words of truth is simply recognizing the division that God has placed in the Bible. These divisions are commonly called dispensation or ages. Okay, you understand that? Yeah. So it's not um, where, you know, I've heard before uh, someone say when we're saying dispensation, dispensation list, um, rightly dividing, it's, I had heard somebody say, is that a new religion? And we're not saying it's a new religion. No, it's, 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 it was, it's not new because it's 2000 years old. Mm -hmm. These instructions were given to Paul by the risen Christ. It's not something that's brand new. It was discovered in properly reading it and understanding the word of God, rediscovered in about the 1800s, I suppose, something like that. But it's always been in the word of God. And, And if we rightly divide the word of truth, then we will understand the difference between the gospel of the kingdom and the gospel of grace. The gospel of kingdom was to the nation of Israel. The gospel of grace is to the Gentile and the Jew individually and the kings or whatever. So there's two, two times of area how God's been dealing with people. Mm-hmm. Okay. He, he dealt with Israel in one way. He deals with the body of Christ in another way. And he gives special instructions not to mix the two, works and grace. Right. Um, and the other questions was um, election and uh, 
What was number two? Um, what does the scripture mean when it talks about predestination? Okay. Um, the first question was, what does elect mean? And does that mean the same as election? Okay, I'm going to give you a brief. Um, in the beginning, before creation, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit took counsel together. And they ca- they came up with a, that the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, would have an eternal purpose. And that eternal purpose, if you go to Ephesians 1.10, look at it. i read that, Michelle. Okay. So um, they had an eternal purpose that Christ would be preeminent over heaven and earth. Christ was predestined, and he was elect, and he was elected to that uh, position. So everything is in Christ, and predestination, if we're predestinated, predestinated if we are in Christ. Mm-hmm. So we have to be a part of the body of Christ to be predestinated. We're not, if we're not, uh, God doesn't choose one person to, to um, go to hell. And he doesn't choose another person to go to heaven. He, he chooses predestined people that are in Christ. They're in that body of Christ. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have to, Christ is the center of everything. Okay. Did you want me to read Ephesians 1.10? Ephesians, yeah, go ahead. Read that. Is that what you wanted? Okay. Ephesians 1.10 says that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one, all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on the earth, even in him. That's right. Everything will be in Christ. He'll be preeminent over everything. Okay. Let me read um, Romans 8, 28, 33. And we know that all these things work together for the good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. For, for whom he did foreknow. Now, when, when you have to remember that Christ is all, our God is all-knowing. He knows the future. He knows who's going to get saved. He knows who isn't going to get saved. He's going to know who uh, believes and who doesn't believe. He already knows that. So that's why he says he foreknew us, because he already knew that. And because we receive, because we are believers, then we're automatically predestined, okay? For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So Christ is the first one from the dead to be born, the first son to be born, which is Christ, and then we follow him through our death, through the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. What shall we say then in these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spareth not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall we not 
with him also freely give, give us uh, all things. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? So Christ is elect. He was elected, and we become a part of that process. So we are elect, and, and we, we, are, we have an election. And that's basically the same thing. Um, but now we're a part of Christ. Whatever Christ was, whatever his predestination was, whatever his eternal purpose was, we're now a part of that. Okay, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to First Peter 1, 1 through 2. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontius, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, through sanctification of the Spirit, unto obedience and sprinkling of blood of Jesus Christ. Grace unto you and peace by uh, multiply. May peace be multiplied. Okay, he's talking about Israel. So the the believers, the saints in Israel, and the body of Christ, there's two, two different groups, were part of that elect. And that goes, that goes all the way back to Adam, on up through, that the elect, when they, when they become believers, by faith, they become a part of the elect. And that's only in Christ. Okay. All that are in Christ are the elect. Predestined, election, election means appointed. Okay. Uh, let's go to 1 John 5, 1 through 5. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. This he's talking to Israel. And everyone that loveth him that begat, begat loveth him also that is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. Of course, you're talking to Israel. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. For whosoever is born of God overcometh the world and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world but he that believeth that Jesus Christ that, that Jesus is the Son of God. Okay, uh, so he's talking about believers, the believers that, that uh, believe that believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and of course, now he's uh, in 2 Corinthians 6, 2. Now is your time to choose. We have free will. We have free will whether we, what, we choose life or we choose death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, it, it, it's uh, and God, and God knowing the future and knowing and already knows the future. Um, uh, if a man is lost and goes to hell, God has figured out all the different circumstances that would would uh, this person would end up getting saved, and they totally reject God, mm-hmm. and He already knows that. See. Like okay. he has sent them the opportunity, whether it's yeah. hearing something has came across their path yeah. that they could have heard. Because God wants us. See? Mm-hmm. 
he wants us and he doesn't want anybody to be lost. But he gave us a free will and he says, I want it to be your choice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, For he has said, I have heard thee in the times accepted and in the day of salvation have I secured thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Okay. Okay. Romans, um, let me read Romans 1, 16. And this is our second question. All of this is part of our first and second question. Okay. The elect and the election and the predestination. Okay. Okay. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And let me go to another one here in Ephesians. The last one was talking to Israel. Ephesians 1, 12 through 14, that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. Everything centers on Christ. You have to understand that. In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. And then what we'll do, we have finishing the first and second uh, question, and then we'll have the third question uh, right when we come back from break. So we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. It's time to serve, learn, change the world. Tune in each week for the power of young people to change the world. Hosted by NYLC CEO Amy Muirs. The program is a forum for both young people and the adults who love and support them. We make connections with others through stories of change, partnership, and new perspectives of issues facing the world today. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time or anytime on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. You 
are listening to the radio program, Why Paul? If you'd like to participate in today's program, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Mix at 14thStreetMinistries.com. Now, back to Why Paul? And welcome back from break. I'm your host, Michelle Mix. And I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix. And I'm your guest host, Danielle Law. And, and we do want to remind all of our hearers, um, listeners, that um, if you also want to join us live on Facebook, you would go to facebook.com forward slash 14th Street Online Bible Study. And if you would like to make a donation, since we, um, we are a nonprofit and no one, no one is paid to do the radio program, uh, if you'd like to send in a donation to 14th Street Ministries at 366 Woods Avenue, Newark, Ohio, 43055. And you can email, of course, Michael R. Mix at 14thStreetMinistries.com. And um, so, Danielle, let's refresh on the question that we're currently talking that a listener had sent in to us. Uh, so the questions we left off at um, is, what does elect mean? And does that mean the same as election? And what does the scripture mean when it talks about predestination? Okay, good. And, uh, and of course, that uh, third question was rightly dividing the word. Mm-hmm. And, read, and we need to rightly divide because we need to know who God is speaking to. Is he speaking to Israel or is he speaking to the body of Christ? And that's extremely important to understand. Let me go back to Romans uh, 1, 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. Go to, uh, let's go to, um, and of course that's in Christ. And the gospel is a free gift. Okay, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. That's a free gift we just believe. It didn't say anything about works. Mm -hmm. Ephesians 1, 12 through 14, that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ, in whom he also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance unto the redemption of the possession, purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. So we're sealed by the Holy Spirit when we become believers. Ephesians uh, 4.30 and grieve not the Holy Spirit, whereby ye, ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. He said, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. He's, through God's word, through Paul's writings, he has given us everything we need to be uh, successful uh, in, in, in our spiritual life, in our spiritual living for Christ. And a question that might come up to some listeners when uh, you had uh, read that, when you say grieve the Holy Spirit, what exactly do you mean by that? It means that uh, the Holy Spirit, in other words, we've been given the word of God. We have, we've, we've given the, the revelations from the risen Christ to the Apostle Paul written down to us, Romans through Philemon. We have that information. We've given that information, and if we don't study the Word of God and of the Word of Truth, 
and don't uh, study sound doctrine. And we go off on to other to works and whatever, go back under the law, that grieves the Holy Spirit because he's given you, he knows your potential because he's given you the power in the words, see? So if we go off track and listen to false teachers and whatever, that grieves the Holy Spirit, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ephesians 1, 4 through 5, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundations of the world, that means he knows who was in he knows who was in Christ because he knows the future. God knows. And he's chosen us to be a part of this eternal purpose of Christ, of Christ okay? Which is which show he, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasures of his will. That we should always seek God's will, not God's will for my life. I need to seek God's will, okay? Ephesians 3, 11, according to the eternal purpose, which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Second Timothy, let's go to Second Timothy 1, 9 through 10. Who hath saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, okay, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Okay, back again. If we're in Christ, it was given to Christ, and we're a part of that. But is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death and hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Okay? So hopefully that helps. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go over uh, a few things about the, the, the questions, which involves all the questions. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, uh, quotes from uh, Mr. Stam. What is the eternal purpose of God? Spoken of Ephesians 3.11. Shell, would you read Ephesians 3.11? Look that up. Okay. What is the eternal purpose of God? Spoken in Ephesians 3.11. Okay. Ephesians 3.11. Okay, I have that. 9 through 11. 3.9. Okay. So I have Ephesians 3.9. And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from, oops, sorry, uh, click the wrong thing here. Sorry. Uh, which from, let me see where I left off. Sorry. And, okay. Um, Ephesians, sorry. Ephesians yeah. 3, 9 through <laughs> Totally. I touched something and it totally changed. Ephesians you mean your Bible 3, changes? 9. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, from from which the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ, to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. 
according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. Wherefore, I desire that ye faint not at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. Okay. How is the body of Christ related to it? Is the messianic, uh, messianic kingdom related to it in any way? That's the question. It is evident from the Apostle Paul, epistles of Paul, that while there are many details to God's great plan for the universe, all revo uh, revolve, revolves around one central eternal purpose. It should be our sincere desire to understand that that purpose and how it fits into it. And what is it? In examining the scriptures as to this important subject, we should be careful to observe that God's eternal purpose concerns Christ first of all. Remember, he's the center of everything. Mm -hmm. The church, which is, which is his body, is, of course, involved in it. But our Lord himself stands at the center of, of the eternal purpose. Uh, Shell, would you look up uh, Ephesians 1, 9 through 12, if you would. Okay. Ephesians 1, 9 through 12. Okay. Uh, so 9 through 12. Mm-hmm. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. Very good. There is the apostle, apostle, uh, epistle, apostle describes the secret of his will which he hath purposed in himself. That in the, in the dispensation of the fullness of time, he might gather together in, all, in one all things in Christ. Everything evolves around Christ, both which are in heaven and which are in earth, even in him. God's great plan for the future, then, is to unify all things in heaven and on earth in Christ, to center all in him. How much in heaven and earth is now out of center, alienated from God and his Christ. This includes not only the majority of mankind under their princes and potentates, but a great host of heaven, heavenly angels under the uh, rulership of Satan, their prince. Uh, shall give me Ephesians 2, 2, if you would. We have this war going on. Okay. And we're in time past. Ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. That's, that's us before we were saved, before we became believers. Indeed, we, uh, we believers wrestle against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against wicked spirits in the heavenlies. In Ephesians 6, 12, it, our, our battle is a spiritual battle. It's not flesh and blood. It's spiritual. 
Ephesians 6, 12, Michelle. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual weakness in high places. Yeah, that's uh, the high places is the heavenlies where um, Satan and his angels are ruling. And he's not only the prince of this world, but he also uh, has part in heaven. This is only a temporary situation, however. For someday, the heavens and the earth will be occupied only by those who love and adore Christ, including sinners reconciled to God through Christ. Uh, in Colossians uh, 1.20, uh, look that up for me, Michelle. Okay. The apostle tells us that having made peace through the blood of, of his cross, it pleased the Father by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him, I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. This agrees with his uh, premise in verse 19. You got Colossians 120? Yeah, yeah. I think Daniel has that. Okay. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell, and having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him, I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. Very good. And verse 19, uh, 16 through 18. Of Colossians? Yes. Colossians 19, uh, 19 okay. 16 through 18. Okay. Colossians 1, you mean? Colossians uh Colossians 1, uh -huh. uh, starting at 16, verse, verse 19, starting at 16, Okay. Colossians 1, 16 through 19. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have preeminence. So he's, he's uh, the Godhead came up with this plan for the eternal purpose for Christ. He's predestined. He's elect. And his election, we're part of that, that eternal purpose, and uh, and we can only receive that predestination through Christ. Okay. Okay. Um. So, did you want to uh, want to break now, Michelle, or do you want to? Uh, we'll be breaking here in um, a few minutes. Okay. Um, but I think Danielle was going to uh, talk about Philip. Uh, Philippines, Philippines, Philippines. In contemplating this glorious scene, however, it should be carefully noted that a reconciled heaven and earth does not spell universal reconciliation. The celestial and terrestrial are here included, but the infernal is carefully excluded. God has exalted his son indeed that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, and this sub sub 
education. I guess. Okay. Of, <laughs> of all will include those in heaven and in earth and under the earth. Philippians 2.10. Um, let's get Philippians 2.10. But the, but the reconciled throng will be found only in heaven and on earth. Right. Okay. And that was 2.10? Yes, Philippians mm-hmm. 2.10. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. Everything centers on Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And from Adam up to the cross, they're looking to the cross. From the cross on, we're looking back at the cross. Everything relies on what happened at the cross. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't know it in the Old Testament, but because of Paul's writings and the teachings and the right dividing of truth, we've been revealed how it covers all the past saints and how the blood of animals now covers uh, that the blood of Christ covers all of that from Adam to the very last person that's born. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how it was conceived? The eternal purpose was conceived in the heart and mind of God alone in eternity past. Concerning our part in it, the Apostle Paul writes to Timothy, Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. And then we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back to finish uh, talking about uh, this part of how it was conceived. Be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. 
If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com and the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to the radio program, Why Paul? If you'd like to participate in today's program, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Michael R. Mix at 14thStreetMinistries.com. Now, back to Why Paul. And welcome back. And this week, we um, are focusing on those the questions that came in. Thank you, Danielle, for getting those for us. Uh, because it's important, uh, even though a lot of, uh, lot of our... Uh, teachings has have been about the dispensation, rightly dividing. But if somebody is has a question on it, we definitely want to um, give that answer so that they understand. Uh, so, Danielle, we were at um, how it was conceived. Um, and I'm going to read 2 Timothy 1, 8 and 9. Okay. Who hath saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. How often in the, um, how often in the Pauline epistles, we find the emphasis upon the sovereignty of God. All things are of God. This is the very essence of grace. It is blessedly true that the election of the believers was according to the foreknowledge of God. First uh, Peter 1, 2, Romans 8, 29. But we must not confuse his foreknowledge with the outworking of his sovereign purpose as though he merely knew in advance who would be saved. Concerning the latter, we read that the purpose of God according to the elections will stand not of works, but of him that calleth, Romans 9.11. Perhaps no passage of scripture emphasizes this such definite clarity as Ephesians 1, 3 through 12. As we quote it below, note how such words as will, counsel, pleasure, purpose, chosen, elect, and predestinated, predominant, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. According he has according has he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him. In love having predestinated us unto the adoption of sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved one. 
And again, that's reminding us that um, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed himself, so that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together one, all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. Uh, as it says, in whom we also have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ. All that has so far been fulfilled of the will of God, as revealed in the scriptures. So should, it should give all believers complete confidence that his purposes will find their culmination in the open exaltation of Christ, not only as king of Israel and the world, but as the head over all, with a reconciled heaven and earth, finding there all in him. And so then we're talking about how it was revealed, which means with God used to reveal his eternal purpose are wonderful to contemplate. The long promised king appears and is rejected. His forerunner is beheaded. He himself is nailed to the cross. So those who testify of his resurrection from the dead are beaten and imprisoned. And Stephen, he's stoned to death. A great persecution is waged against the disciples of Christ with Saul of Tarsus as his flaming leader. He scorches believers in their synagogues to compel them to blasphemy Christ. As he, um, he drags men and women to trial and execution for professing Christ and all with authority and commission from the rulers. The favored nation has proved itself no better than the Gentiles, whom God gave up centuries before and giving up Israel too. He now concludes that all in unbelief, that he might have mercy upon all, um, as from Romans 11.32. But what about his promise regarding the kingdom? These he will fulfill in due time. In Romans 11.25 through 27, but first he must demonstrate that man needs Christ, is hopeless without Christ, we're hopeless without Christ, doesn't matter who we are, whether we're Jew or Gentile, that in his utter depravitation, he must be saved by grace through Christ's merits, or he will not be saved at all, not by our works. Thus setting the program of prophecy and the kingdom aside for a time, he sends an offer of reconciliation by free grace through faith to both Jews and Gentiles on the basis of Christ's redemptive work at Calvary, and thus apart from sacrifices, circumcision, or water baptism. And he does this that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby, which is in Ephesians 2.16. Yeah, we should remember that um, uh, that's why we rightly divide is because we want to know, um, we want to know uh, during this age of grace, Paul's epistles, Romans 2, Philemon, is written to us. And in times past, it was written to Israel. That's for our learning, but we get our information and our doctrine out of Paul's epistles. And it's for everyone. 
for everyone, Jew or mm -hmm. Gentile. We're all the same. So, okay, let me read um, uh, what more appropri uh, appropriate vest proper appropriated vessel could God have chosen to demonstrate the and proclaim these riches of his grace than Saul of Tarsus, the former blasphemer and persecutor. Uh, thus it is this Saul. Talk about Saul. He was the last person you would think that he would want to save. Mm -hmm. Now saved and appointed as an apostle to whom and through whom God now reveals the secrets of his will concerning the reconciliation of the Jew and the Gentile into one body in Christ. The body of Christ, that was the mystery. And earnest of the glorious uh, future unity of all heaven and earth in Christ. In short, God is now demonstrating in the body of Christ what will one day be experienced in all heaven and in earth, that man's Man's only hope is in Christ, and that unity and blessing can be found only in him. The Apostle Paul writes in Ephesians 3, 1, 11, a passage which we could ponder over uh, prayerfully if we would see the, the relations of believers today to the eternal purpose. For this cause I, Paul, a prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if ye have heard of the dispensation of grace of God, which is given me towards you. How that by revelations he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore a few words, whereby when ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of man, and is now revealed unto his holy apostles, and prophets by the Spirit, that they who are of the nation should be joint heirs and a joint body, joint body and joint partakers of his promise in Christ Jesus by the glad tidings. Wherefore, I was made a minister, it's about Paul, according to the gift of grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. Unto me, talking about Paul, who am least less than, than the least of this, all saints, is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of, the, of dispensation of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ, to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church, the manifold wisdom of God. According to the eternal purpose, which he purposed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. This is how God revealed and now demonstrates his eternal purpose to gather all in heaven and each and earth together in one in Christ. Blessed revelation, joyful anticipation, glorious consummation. Meantime, as God now conducts this divine demonstration of his eternal purpose, we believers may enjoy a threefold blessing. One, we may rejoice that we have been predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. 
read Second Timothy 1, 9 and Ephesians 1, 1 through 12 again, That's thoughtfully clear. and see how blessedly and eternally secure is the simplest believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. Second Timothy 1, 9. Yes. And then um, Ephesians, Ephesians 1. 1. 1 okay. Who hath saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given in us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Okay. And um, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God to the saints, which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of the grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself. That in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ. Okay, great. Okay, and two um, of the threefold blessing, we may rejoice that whatever the circumstances all things work together are being worked together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Romans eight twenty eight. Okay. And three, we may rejoice in the reality and practice of our oneness in Christ, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the full, fullness of Christ, Ephesians 4, 3 through 13. And we can and, go, go ahead. ahead. We can have this uh, salvation. Anybody, it's free gift to mm -hmm. anybody. You can have that salvation if you understand, believe that you're a sinner and you need a Savior. Believe that the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, died for our sins, was buried, and rose again, now sits at the right hand of God. If you believe that in your heart, and uh, by faith, you become a new creation in Christ, mm -hmm. a brand new man. And that, that free gift is for all of us. We're all the same. It doesn't matter who we are. It's, it, we're all the same mm -hmm. to get that free gift. That's right. And be a part of 
Christ's predestination. Yes. So uh, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, Next week, we're going to come back and we're going to go into understanding the total blessings of grace. Uh, Appreciate your uh, questions that you sent in and uh, join us next week when we'll learn more about this free gift of grace that God gives us. Thank you. Thank you. been listening to why paul visit us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com and please join michael r mix michelle mix david reed and pamela lampton again next tuesday at 4 p.m pacific time and 7 p.m eastern time on the voice america empowerment channel for more thoughts and wisdom also be sure to tell everyone about our program yeah.